instead of saying, oh, God, not me, I'm, I'm, I'm more shy, I'm this and this and that, and trying to downplay stuff. And I realized that, okay, but if God is calling you to do something, then you need to do it. Welcome to Creatively by Estelle, a podcast for creative and performing artists. My name is Estelle Avery, and I'm your host. Whether you're just starting or you're a pro, this show will help you feel inspired and motivated every single week along your creative journey and will give you tactical tools and tips for fulfilling your creative goals and your God-given purpose as a creative person. You have gifts to give, so let's do this, let's live creatively, and let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you are listening today, especially because this episode, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. I got to interview Beverly Adese. She is this hilarious comedian. She's a host and she is a content creator. She creates these hilarious skits and videos on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And she also just shares her life. She shares her travels. She shares things that she's learning. She shares her journey as a Christian and her faith. She's so open. And um, that's why it's so easy to connect with her. And she was really just the same online as like in person as she was online, you know, which is just a testament to her authenticity and how genuine she is and how sincere she is as a person. And um, which we talk about a lot in this episode, we talk about, um, she talks about being authentic online and how she's able to remain herself and and really um, have boundaries for herself and how she's able to create the content that she does online and still be herself in the entire process of you know being this huge content creator and so you're gonna learn so much from her especially as a creative and wherever you are in your creative journey I think you're gonna learn a lot from her she talks about hearing from God and hearing listening to the spirit of God and letting that lead her as a creative and she talks about how she was able to choose you know her creative path and and how she's been able to really blaze her own path as a creative person um, in her own way, led by God, led by the Spirit of God, and how she's been able to really embrace her gifting. So you're going to learn a lot. I learned a lot. I'm so excited to share this with you. I also want to let you know that at the end of the episode, I'm going to um, read out an answer that she gave me to one of your questions. I, I um, put up a question on my story, on my Instagram story before a couple weeks ago, before this episode, before the interview. And one of you went ahead and submitted a question. And so she answers that question. She answered that question for me through email. So I'm going to read that at the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around for that really great question and a great answer that she has. And I think that you're really going to be just inspired by her story um, as she talks about how she became and is continuing to become who she is as a creative and how God has led her so far. So get ready to be inspired, to be motivated, to have a couple laughs. And I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, make sure that you go ahead and follow Beverly on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. 
you know, I subscribe to all the things. All her links will be in the show notes. Make sure you go and support her because she's amazing. She's a great creator and a great person. And I know that you are going to want to be in her space. Okay. And if you also, if you love the episode, screenshot it, repost it on your Instagram stories and make sure you tag her and tag me as well so we can see it and reshare it and we'll all share the love together. Okay. So yeah. All right. Let's get into the episode without further ado, the incredible the sweet, the sincere Beverly Adese. Real quick, before we continue with the episode, I want to let you know that if you're a creative person who wants to share your creative gift or whatever you're passionate about with other people and create an online community, a podcast is an amazing way to do it. And you can start a podcast today with Anchor by Spotify. It's such an easy way to make a podcast. Trust me, I'm not a tech person and I did it. So if I can do it, honey, you can too, okay? Anchor has tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. And you can host on Anchor and it will distribute your podcast to platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So you don't have to worry about, you know, uploading your podcast to all these different sites. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. And it's 100% free, so there you go. Let's go. Start your podcast, create your online community, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, without further ado, let's continue. All right, hey, Beverly. I'm with Beverly Adese. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. Um, You are a content creator, you're a host, you're a comedian, you're hilarious. And you're beautiful as well. And you share all your content on like traveling and styling your hair. And I just am so inspired by you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I cannot complain. I'm a little tired. I got up from my nap not too long ago, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a nap though. I mean, like you'll feel tired for the first few seconds, you know, and then like over time you're like, oh, that was so worth it. So I'm glad you got it. My morning is busy, so I get up usually around like 6.25, and then I, I I do like an intense workout, and so when I come back, once I put food in my stomach, I, and, it's like, and then I get up and finish the rest of my day before I go back to bed again. Yeah, wow. Busy, busy, busy. And you're busy doing so many cool things. You're traveling and you're taking us along with you. And it's just all so cool. I love your content. I think one of the first videos that I saw that you did was when actually I know exactly which one it was it was when you were you were dressed up as like um you know you're in your African auntie outfit and you were just sweeping you were like when your parents have you know toiled and worked so hard to immigrate to this country and then at the very end it like cut to like and then this is what the children do and it was like these boys dance that means you're new. You're you're a newbie. I am a newbie. I am a newbie. Yeah, go way back. Yeah, I I'm a newbie, but don't worry. I've definitely done my stalking. Like I've gone back. I've gone through many like trails of like, oh, let me look and see like all this other content that Beverly has done has done because it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. I would love to know like where about I would love to know about your start because like I say a lot on this show that every creative has a journey, like everyone has a journey and a path. And I would just love to know how you've gotten to where you are now, like creating all this cool content, being so you're hilarious naturally in person. Um, And then 
and not just hilarious, but also really kind and also just very refreshingly genuine and authentic, which I feel like everyone can see in your videos too. So like, how did you come to be who you are, this beautiful Nijag goddess, but also like this hilarious comedian and creator? Thank you, girl, let me see. <laughs> when it comes to content, to be honest with you, I I really started doing it. <laughs> if, if you would have told me this is what I'd be doing, maybe like five years ago, I'd be like, that much, don't pray. <laughs> but, um, it's just, it's funny how God works. So I did a little bit of content recording when I was in college. Mm -hmm. That content isn't posted on social media, but you know, we had African student organizations, which you probably, you know, you have your ASA, ASO. And I don't know, I just love the idea of like, thinking of a skit and then like writing it down and then bringing it to life. So um, when I got, when I graduated, I was like, oh, I kind of want to, you know, I just had an idea. I was like, oh, let me put it out there. But at the time I wasn't really posting on my personal page. I was more focused on my business, but I was like, let me just, let me just throw something out there because I just, I enjoyed doing it. And I did, and it did, it did pretty well. It did pretty well. I think at the time, maybe I was at like 2K followers and these were like college friends, people from, you know, that you kind of grew up with yeah. extra just followed, but um, I really, the pandemic was really what like spiked it. Now it was doing, I was getting, you know, maybe like 500 likes, things like that. And that's pretty good for, you know, a content creator. But when TikTok happened uh, or really when the pandemic happened, it just gave me time to sit and just think because remember we couldn't work for like eight weeks. Um, well, at least I couldn't work for eight weeks. Some people were, it was longer. And so it just gave me time to think. And girl, I, I just, I was putting it out like hotcakes. And at first I was like, I don't want to get a TikTok because you know, that's for those little children. Man, I don't have time. I can't be, my knees don't work like that. I can't be dancing, all these, you know, children dance. But it is really, it's, it's really been a blessing, I will say. So it's, it's fun to create. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about how if you had told, if someone had told you five years ago that this is what would have been happening, which I feel like we could all say the same thing about because of the pandemic and because of COVID, mm -hmm. like, literally who could have foreseen this and who could have known that it would have lasted this long but at the same time like it's been so painful but also there have been so many gifts and like what has happened for you I feel like is definitely a gift like it's just crazy how God can make you know anything um you know out of nothing right right and I think for me it's like it's funny I was thinking about this maybe like two nights ago and, you know, a lot of times we think about our futures and we have our own plans and we 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 have, okay, how we would want it to go. Because I remember when I was in college, I was even stressing out about, okay, Medfield and I got to be done by this time. And then I got to pop out babies at this time and all these things. And, girl, you know, we make our plans, but God laughs because who would have, right this time I should be, I should be getting, I should be in residency or getting out of residency, whatever the doctors are doing, but that was just not my path. And yeah. when I tell you, I'm not mad at it. You know, it's a, it's a noble profession and it's important, but it just, it wasn't me. And I'm so glad that God just has allowed me to use my gift in this way. African parents won't understand, you know, but it's not for them to understand. It's okay. Um, and so, yeah, girl, God is good. I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, that's so good. I, there was so much that you said, I um, talked to one of my friends that I interviewed, actually, he's an actor in LA and he's Nigerian as well. And, and we talked about like, you know, him getting into the arts as well. And like, I think, and he was very, he very much was in the same way, like you, like in the same way that you said it, he was just like, this is just who I am, you know, and you just have to 
kind of um you kind of just have to accept yourself as you are and be like that's just that's not me this is me and i'm just going to say it confidently like this is me i'm an actor this is what i do it's what i love to do and of course he works hard and, and he's and he's you know thriving in that but it's just so it's so inspiring for me and i'm sure a lot of other people to see especially a woman of color and you know especially you know someone who's nigerian who's african you know thriving in their in the creative field using their gifts like you said which you know what you have and what you're doing it is a gift and you're using it and so that's awesome i love love to see that love that yeah, yeah. It doesn't, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have been a bomb doctor, you know? <laughs> and you know what? It's never too late. If I decide and if I want to do it, I can do it. I think I'm one of those individuals that's like, listen, this life is short. Mm. If God has put something on your heart, if you want to go for it, go for it. Well, I can't, I can even be a pilot to the next five years. You, you don't know. It just depends. It is. Right. You'll be making so. all your patients laugh <laughs> and you'll be making all the air, airline, airplane passengers laugh too. So. You let me tell you, my parents, you know, they wanted me to be a doctor, but let me tell you, you know that laughter is medicine? So I'm giving out daily prescriptions and, you know what I'm saying, I'm giving them out on social media to thousands of people. So in a sense, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm Wow. Honestly, okay. She's a, a laughing, laughter, laughter is the best medicine, right? That's the quote. Yeah. Laughter is the best medicine. I'm giving them the, the, the great value. I'm giving them the best one. <laughs> right. Right. Really happy. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's it's true, and I think one other aspect of that is that not only are you, like I said, like you're not only making people laugh, but you're a stand for what's possible, and like it is medicine to see people being themselves. You know, it is medicine to see people using their gifts. It is medicine to see people being creative and like standing in their creative um, gifts and being confident in that, like that's medicine to me because it's like, it, it feels healing. It's like, this is possible and right. you know, and it's beautiful. So yeah, I would, I do. Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. No, I do think um, for me with my social media, it was really important for me to just be myself. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I don't label my page as a, as a comedy page, as a sketch page. I just say, hey, this is my personal page and this is what I choose to share with the world. And so um, I also didn't want to put myself into that box of only being expected to post funny stuff that, because that gets exhausting. And then I think when you are, you feel like you're obligated to post something, it kind of takes the joy out of it. So I like my page to just be whatever I want it to be. It's like, hey, this is my life. You guys are welcome on the journey. I hope it inspires you. I hope this part makes you laugh. And if you don't like it, then you know, come on, I'm good. That's a business. But I really do hope um, it inspires people. And I'm like, I love sharing different seasons of my life. I think whatever makes sense, you know, whatever inspires, I'll definitely be more than happy to share. Yeah. So let's go back to, you know, the pandemic started, you started sharing more of your content, just being yourself, like you said, right? Just sh sharing your skits, but then also sharing who you are, right? And then what was, is there like a specific video or a specific thing that happened? Like what triggered like this kind of growing community that you have now? Like what, what started to really build it where you were like, oh, this is actually happening like this. Oh, this is real. This is going to be my thing now. Hmm. I think it was just a little bit before the pandemic because remember okay. it was my content was doing decent before, especially as a content creator that wasn't 
you know, my, my numbers weren't really up there. But when TikTok happened, uh, I want to say it was one of the videos, maybe the difference between how African parents listen to gossip, you know, when their neighbors are arguing versus Americans. Oh, so I think yeah. The Ross video did really well, too. You know, African moms missing Ross and, and things like that. So from then on, like, man, it was just skyrocket. And I think um, there was one that the shade room, I think they, they posted two, either two or three of my videos. And so whenever you're posted, really it was Kev on stage. I remember one time Kev on stage posted a video. And I think the next day, I, I think I grew by like 8K in, in, you know, the shade room did as well. So I think together was about 10K. And I was like, wow, social media can grow like this. Okay, I never knew it. <laughs> but um, it was just, it was just really cool. So I was like, wow, okay, we're doing it. But even with that, I still wanted to make sure that this was fun and it remains fun for me mm. because like I said, my page is it's just like you on your personal page. You're just sharing, you know, so I did not want to do stuff for the validation of people and for the likes, right? I really just shared the stuff that I liked and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, this is something that will probably make my friends laugh. And then I, you know, when I look at social media, it's just, it's just sharing it with a larger audience, but I knew I wanted to keep it fun. I wanted to keep it light and I did not want it to become a chore. So once I saw that numbers were kind of going up and more attention was coming to the page, I was like, okay, these are my boundaries. I'm not going to post what, you know, even if somebody said, oh, do this, do this. If I don't feel it, if it's not me, I'm not doing it. If this brand says, oh, you know, post this, post this, want you to do this X, Y, Z. If it's not me, I'm not doing it. And so I think by setting those boundaries, it has kept it fun because it becomes mm -hmm. a prison when you are you feel obligated to post something and you're like oh my gosh my followers what would they i don't even use that word <laughs> you know or you have some people that are scared to take a break a social media break um because they're like, oh, i don't want to lose followers or they're just posting stuff i know some people that or i've seen some people that just post content and you can tell like they're just doing it just so they can kind of keep their numbers and views up i'm like listen if i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna take a break right and if i come back if, if you idea, you idea. Because like I said, I just post what's fun for me. If you like, stay. If you like, go. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And very helpful, I think, for creatives too, because it is hard. Like on one hand, you want to keep working on your craft and like you want to keep sharing, but you know, you can work on your craft without necessarily sharing with, you know, sharing with your community or sharing with um, your social media page or whatever. So I think it's, it, yeah, it is tricky, especially because, yeah, a lot of creatives do want to share and build their platform, build an online community and stuff like that. But what you're saying is like, find a way to do it, but still be yourself or like find a way to make sure that you are maintaining your boundaries and you're not overwhelming yourself by trying to please people, you know, people that you know, followers or trying to appeal to the masses, right? Um, just because you want to grow. So that's a that's an interesting perspective because, you know, a lot of times you're told like, just keep posting, keep posting, keep posting, which yeah, like consistency is good, but at the same time, you don't want to, if it's, if it's at the, um, if it ends up taking away from you being yourself, then is it really worth it? So, yeah. And I think too, you have to find out what is your, purpose behind all these posts so for me I want my page to like I said be fun but I also want it to you know glorify God right that mm -hmm. is my main thing so if posting is taking me away from time from God then I'm being counterproductive or it's just it's just not making sense 
And so whenever I feel like I'm posting a little too much and I'm kind of neglecting spending time with God, then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do like a seven day break. Won't go on so like even today I'm like, I'm not going on social media. I just, you know, and it gives me time to edit and even become more creative. And so I think for others, if their goal is like, oh my gosh, I want famous. I want like, that is what their identity is. And they put that on a pedestal. Then that's when you have people really doing whatever it takes to get there, you know, whether it's, you know, losing their integrity, stepping on people's backs, posting just stuff just because, becoming obsessed with numbers. Uh, and I'm just like, I, I, that, I can't do that. That's not me. You know, I'm, I'm one of those. Plus, also, it doesn't really take somebody to have a million followers for them to be noticed. Mm-hmm. All you need is that one person. You can have 8,000 followers. And, you know, Keenan, is it Keenan Peel or Jordan Peel? You know, he can see your he can see a video on YouTube randomly, That's right? True. So you don't need a million followers to to for doors to open. You just need that one that one person. And so that's my thing. I'm like, God, wherever you're gonna take it, take it there. But at least let the right person see it because the million may not be able to do anything for you, but that one person can. Wow, that's a word. That's a word. And I want to touch on the faith aspect in a second, but I do want to talk about the fact that you like you said, like you, like it just takes one person and you, from what I've seen, like you do respond to a lot of people in your comments and stuff. Like, I think that it's clear that your focus isn't on building numbers per se or anything like that. Like it really is on people like, and, and like you said, glorifying God. And of course, what does God love more than his people? Right. And, and people, right. So, and that's what you do in your, in your page. You, you know, you respond to comments, you make jokes and stuff with people in the comments. Like I'll see them and I'm like, Oh, she's so sweet. Like this is who she really is. So that's awesome. Like, do you, do you find yourself like, um, like intentionally trying to build community in that way, which I think is important. Like I think engaging with people, online like you would you you know like you would in person you know someone came up to you and said something like you wouldn't ignore them like you would talk back to them so like you're very social on social media which is great so like do you intentionally build community and like what 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 advice would you give creatives who are trying to build that kind of community online you know what is crazy i had a friend that sent me a video and he was the video was talking about engagement and how you need to be like engaging with people and all these things, which is important. But to me, the video kind of came off as you need to engage with them so that whenever you're ready to sell a product, they're ready to buy. And it just, it just kind of made people seem like numbers. And I was like, I don't, I'm not really feeling that. Um, And it may work for others, but I I guess when I respond to comments, I'm not like, okay, I need to build this community so that when, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, they're people. And to be honest with you, my, my laughs come from the comment section. So if I post a video yeah. and people may see something or point out something, or even if I it's something I know I did, when they point it out, it's just funnier. I don't know. And so that's where I get my last. But at the same time, I, I set boundaries because I can't be responding to one thousand. I don't oh, want to yeah. stay on social media that long. So I usually go through and see, like if it's just a laughing emoji, I'm not going to respond to it. But if somebody's really saying something, you know, then I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Like it, it doesn't take that much you know and i've noticed that some content creators you know when maybe they start getting blue check marks commenting they'll only respond to the blue check marks and you know what listen people have the right to do whatever they want to do i'm just going to respond to what i want to respond to you know and for me it's just it's really those i mean the, the blue check mark people they're great but 
it's really the 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 ones that don't have the check mark. Those are the ones that push your stuff out, you know. And so I don't know. I just like people, and but at the same time, I'm only one person, you know. And I thought about having somebody, you know, run that account, but I was like, no, I want to be the one responding. I just they can run other accounts, but I just want to respond. And you know, whether it's DMs, I don't answer every single thing. I just kind of sift through and answer the ones that make sense and yeah and if somebody's asking a genuine question and i have time i don't mind answering yeah and i think it shows that like like everything you're saying is like over and over again being genuine being genuine which i feel like comes through your videos your stories too like where you're just talking and you're just being yourself and yes like i feel like i'm the same way like i run to the comments when i see something funny i'm like oh i gotta see what everyone <laughs> <laughs> what everyone commented because yeah it's hilarious but that's that's really good and again yeah being genuine I think when building community that's so important and I think you do a really good job of that so that inspired me like I all like I'm the same similarly to you like I'm a people person like when I used to meet people I'm like let's be friends like let's chat let's have conversations you know so yeah. um that's why to me social media is fun in that sense like you just get to talk you can meet people you can talk to people that you would never have been able to meet otherwise but at the same time I love that you keep that boundary up like okay can't be on here forever so right right so I don't see everything but for the most part if I just drop the video then I'm like okay I'm gonna you know you know I'll step away and then come back and kind of look at the comments laugh a little bit respond absolutely yeah I'm best in my bank so I don't see everything <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. And so to go back to the faith piece, I think I, one of the things that is very clear in your content too, is that you're very, you have this relationship with God, which shows and like all your comedy is clean, you know, and very, you know, just very real, but, you know, very family friendly. And then you're also talking, you talk about your faith, you talk about you know, trusting God and confidence in God as well. And so what does it look like to you? Like, I guess, like, how has your faith affected your mindset when it comes to being creative and like choosing to use this gift and make the most of it, you know? Honestly, with, with this gift, it's made me realize that God has a sense of humor. God is, God is funnier than what most people think. Because I'll just be sitting down and I'll just get an idea and I'll just start cracking up. And I'm like, I know this this is from God. And so um, for me, it's important. And you know what? It's crazy because, I mean, I used to be a little mean before I ain't gonna lie, you know, but I still had that. I still, I still was a funny person, but I just was not using it in the right way. Um, and so now with the comedy, it's just like, I don't really, I don't care to be vulgar. I don't care to do like raunchy things. It's just not really in me. For those that do, you know, hey, more power to, but it's just, it's just not me. Um, and so I love the fact that I can get creative ideas, genuinely funny ideas that don't really need to include all that. Now I will roast some people now. I will roast some people, you know, but even with the roast, it's not to like tear them down. It's just to be like, okay, you know, yeah, it is, it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's, you're not, again, you're not um, compromising your values, you know, right. for the sake of content. Saying, oh, I, listen, I, I laugh, girl. I laugh. <laughs> I will not. Oh, yeah. Like, Christians that they just are just, just cruise and they don't laugh. Okay, well, I'm going to laugh. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, guys, she's still funny. She's hilarious. Yes, right. but she does not. But at the same time, like, you do not compromise, which is really 
cool to see because, you know, you know, whether people want to be, you know, writers or actors, singers, you know, whatever creative might be listening to this, you can do that and you can still keep it in perspective that this is a gift that God's given you and you can use it without having to um, compromise your values. Like, I, I think that's a good reminder um, because sometimes, yeah, it yeah. can be hard. <laughs> what I've realized, there's some ideas that God, God has given me that actually don't even have anything to do with African, you know, African aunties, don't have anything to do with the church, but it's still genuinely funny, but it, it and it, it kind of pushes that line, but it's not, it's not quite there, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's still good and you get what I'm trying to say without, you know, all the extra stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you said ideas God has given me. So, like, do you feel like, I just think that that's a really great term. Like, I don't know, like, how do you know or decipher, like, this is, you know, a path God has really put me on. Like, this is what he's calling me to do next. Like, for instance, like a brand deal or something like that, or, um, you know, creating a certain piece of content, which you kind of touched on. But I think a lot of people would like to know when it comes to hearing from God and involving God in your creative process and like um, what that looks like for you? I would say, um, well, spending time with God is important because then how do I hear God if I don't know what his voice sounds like? Um, but then also just making sure to, um, I guess I want to say this, mm-hmm. spend time with him. Um, lost my train of thought, hold on. You're good. I had something. Uh, all right, read the question one more time. I just, yeah, I so <clears throat> how does like including God in your creative process look for you? Mm-hmm. For me, it really is just I don't know. You just I just get an idea, and for the most part, I have peace about it. You know that there's some that I'm like I don't know if I should do that, or maybe it's just not time yet, so I can kind of wait. You know, but even when it comes to brand deals, um, when it's a brand that is if. I, I can just tell sometimes people they want to stress me. I don't do unnecessary stress. And if it's if it's just not giving me peace, I feel like you know just doing a little bit too much. Then it's okay to say no. Um, I remember a radio company reached out to me and they wanted me to do a an ad and they were playing really well. But you know they wanted me to do some um like music that I already listen to this. You know, and it's not that I always listen to, to Christian music. I listen to my Afro beats too, child. But what they were asking me to do, I'm like, I'm not, I wouldn't be the best person for this. So I feel like I would be doing myself a disservice and I would be dishonest to make a video about this and saying, oh, this is how I'm so passionate about this, these artists, and this, it's not me, you know? Yeah. So as much as I, I looked at that money amount, I said, go do, I can't, I, I really use this, but it just didn't make sense because in whatever I'm doing, I still want it to be just authentically me and it has to make sense. So yeah, yeah. God is not giving me peace about it, then it's okay. There, because more opportunities are going to come. Amen. Yes. What you just said again goes back to the authenticity piece, which is interesting because when you think about, you know, you're being real, you're being yourself, you're being genuine, you're trying to be authentic, um, you're walking in faith, right? And it's like you're doing the right things, you know, because you're just being you and you're being who God's called you to be. But at the same time, I think that I you, there's a quote, I don't know if you've heard it, where it's like, um, if 
okay, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna quote this even close to perfectly, but it's basically like, if everybody likes you, or like, everybody agrees with what you're doing, then, you know, there's a chance maybe you're not doing the right thing, you know what I mean? Or like, you're not um, standing for anything, right? So I think because you're being yourself, and you're being real, and you're being authentic, I want to know, like, I'm sure you face like opposition, whether it's online, whether it's people in your life, like, because you're like, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing. This is the content I'm creating. This is how I believe God is leading me. How, like, how do you deal with opposition that you may face because you're being yourself? Girl, everybody is not for me and I'm not for everybody. <laughs> and I just realized that everybody on the internet is, gets to be unapologetically themselves. They mm. get to be, they say, hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm this, this is what I believe, I'm that, you know, but as soon as, you, you know, I want to share something about, about God or share something that does not really, that maybe somebody may not like, then, you know, of course, the internet will get a little offended or they'll, you know, want to kind of rebuttal. And my thing is like, listen to each their own. You know, if you get to be unashamed and, you know, say this is your, you know, this is what you believe or that's just you, then I'm, I get to be me. And I realize that, I mean, I don't, I'm not here to be liked by everybody. I feel like naturally when you do comedy, a lot of people will laugh with you, but I'm looking at, you know, when I look at the amount of followers I have, I'd be a fool to think that 191,000 people are my friends or they wish me the best or whatever the case may be. Now, most probably do, but you have some that just follow you to, they, they're hoping for your downfall and they want to, they, they follow you to see what you're going to do wrong next so they can cancel you, you know, but you have, you have monitoring spirits, but at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, I just want to, God is the one that I'm, I'm, I'm working to please. And so that is really what I'm going based off of. And I'm not here to please man or do, you'll never do that. If you live by people's uh, criticism, if you live by their compliments, you'll die by the criticisms. And so I just like to live a peaceful life. I say, God, this is what you want me to do? Cool. If they don't like it, then there are other pages and other, um, I guess, social media comedians and content creators that will resonate with them. Beautiful. That was like that was like golden. I tweeted something that this one guy was not. I guess he wasn't feeling. This is on Twitter. You know, Twitter is the space for the easily offended. Everybody wants to be, you know. Um, and even when I tweet things, you know, if I feel passionate about something, I still want to make sure that I'm. It, it has, you know, grace and it's not harsh. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, this is this is not right. And so for him, he wasn't feeling that. He was just like, oh. I'm gonna, you know, I, I usually like your content, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna unfollow you. I said, ah, me, did I know you? I followed me before. <laughs> Do what will give you peace. Do what is best for mental health. I don't know why people feel like they have to announce that. It's just like, just unfollow. It's okay. Right. Yeah. That's so, oh my gosh. That's, first of all, that's hilarious because, um, that's one person out of like thousands and the fact like you said the fact that he had to announce it you're just like okay like before i'm called like what was i supposed to do before you know but uh, yeah social media is crazy i'm not on twitter and i think i thank god sometimes i'm like oh my gosh like i feel like it would be too much but yeah it, I think maybe one of those that I may kind of let go, you know, mm-hmm. and then plus, like, it causes you to just kind of ramble and just say mm-hmm. random things without, you know, rhyme or reason. So yeah, I think days on Twitter are going to slowly decrease. 
Well, I think you're really good about, like you said, like adding grace. And I feel like you're just very like disciplined and like, this is what I'm going to, like you have boundaries, which yeah. is really good to see. Like, this is what I'm going to allow in. This is what I'm not going to allow into my mental space, my emotional space. Like, this yeah. is what, this is not going to work here. This is what's going to work here. So I think that's really admirable and good good for us to see like aspiring creatives or people who are creating content regularly or um just putting themselves out there as artists because you know art without people it's like you know you can create content all you want and like be funny and like that's wonderful like we get we enjoy it as artists like we love doing what we do but like i'll i, I can sing in my room all day long and that's fun like i enjoy that but there's something different about being on stage, you know, there's something about like connecting to an audience and connecting to people. So it's like, you do have to put yourself out there. You do have to like, you know, have like, you need other people to really fully enjoy art sometimes, I feel like. So right. yeah, I think you, you do a good job of that. What's crazy is that I'm, I'm more of an introvert now. Well, I'll say now I'm like an ambivert. So when I'm with my friends, I am just pretty, in fact, I even thought it was me. But, you know, the average person, I'm like, okay, like, I'm, I'm personable, though, but I'm not, I don't let people in just like that, you know, I don't call everybody friend right away. Um, and so with social media, it's just like, I, in fact, it was even going to give me a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, oh, God, this is a lot. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, you just want to go someplace and just be quiet. But I realized that it's, it's it's a it's a blessing to have and you know I do I do love people but for me I had to get out of that space of um I just have to be like listen girl you got you got the platform what are you going to do with it instead of saying oh god not me I'm, I'm I'm more shy I'm this and this and that and trying to downplay stuff and I realized that okay but if God is calling you to do something then you need to do it it's not about you being shy or whatever if he's giving you the platform he's entrusted you with it who are you to tell God what who he needs to give this to, or maybe, maybe, oh, it's not me. Maybe you should have given it to somebody else. Like, who were you to tell God that? And so I, I think I kind of struggled with a little bit of the Moses syndrome, you know, but, you know, now I'm realizing that, okay, God, just whatever you want to do, do. Wow. That's so good. I don't think anyone would ever guess that you are shy from your videos. So, oh, no, 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 I'm not a shy person anymore. I'm just, I'm more reserved. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. coming to the reception hall, doing a backflip and doing all this and trying to be in the circle. No, I just, I like to observe people, but then I also like to talk to people as well. So yeah. I have a good conversation, you know, but it is those that know me that they see more of what people see on social media. That's, that's a part of me that my close friends get to see. And so I'm just sharing it with the world. So yeah. I tell people all the time, listen, that's not, I'm not like that in, in person right away. I'm like that, but not right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well thank you for sharing that with us thank you for letting us see that because we love it and it's inspiring to us so yeah i think i would love to know what you have coming up um if you want to share with people like do you have projects that you're excited about videos that you're excited about making that we can look forward to because everyone listening to this needs to go follow you we'll get to that in a second but like we need to keep keep up with what you're doing and you know cheer you on as you continue to use your gifts and continue to create great stuff thank you so i mean i'll be leaving columbia soon here not too soon i have about like i have like two months left but 
after this, I'll be back home in Houston and working, grinding, trying to pay off these student loans. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be debt free by my next birthday, Jesus. But um, even with that, there are so many skits that I've been wanting to record since, but I haven't been able to, you know, just being here. Um, and so I'm excited to really record those. And those are the ones that have nothing to do with African culture, nothing. Because like I said, even though that is what I'm good at, you know, I'm also, I'm not just funny as an African, I'm, you know, God has given me the gift overall. So I'm really excited to get into those. And also uh, I will be launching my podcast uh, in the month of May by God's grace. So yes. <laughs> so I've recorded some episodes. I'm having my assistant just kind of edit them for me. And it's a little nerve wracking, you know, but I'm excited to be back in Houston. So then I can kind of do more in-person sessions. I have a whole vision for it. So, but for now I'm going to work with what I have and just start from, start from there because if you push it too long, you're waiting for perfection. You're never going to start. So let me start with what I have and then we'll grow from there. Wow. wow. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited to see your skits upcoming. I'm excited to see the, po- to listen to the podcast. Yes. Okay. Definitely everyone needs to go follow Beverly so that we can all see when she's doing all these things. We all need to get on it. We all need to be listening to her podcast when it comes out. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you and I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thanks so much. I'm, I'm excited for you. And I just pray that God will increase your um your audience and use this podcast for glory and just grow. You know, you seem like a very genuine individual. And I just pray that you find the right people to interview. Um, and then just that God blows your mind with what he's going to do with your podcast. So I'm excited. Amen. Amen. Now they're really praying for me. Wow. I, re- I receive it. Thank you. That was a blessing. Really, though. Thank you so much. I- Amen. Amen. Um, please tell us where we can find you. Tell us all your links and everything. And I'll put them in the show notes so everyone can go to them directly. But let us know where we can find you and keep up with everything that you're doing. So on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, it is Beverly Adeze. That's B-E-V-E-R-L-Y-A-D-A-E-Z-E on all those platforms. Twitter too, which I'm I don't know if I want to hold on to Twitter, but it's the same on Twitter as well. All right, perfect. That's easy. I'll make sure I put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Beverly. You've been a blessing to everyone. You've been a blessing to me. I've been smiling this whole time because you've been smiling and you have a beautiful smile and you're so kind. So thank you so much for sharing your story and giving advice. Oh, real quick. Oh my gosh. I almost forgot my favorite question. If you had one piece of advice for creatives, for the creative, the actor, aspiring comedian, aspiring content creator, who's listening, um, what advice would you give them? Just one is, let me just sum it up. I will say, you know, first be yourself and, um, instead of trying to be like everybody else, be yourself, you know, and, and put out what you're passionate about, what you enjoy doing, you know, even if one day it gets uh, 12 views, still put it out. If you really enjoy it and God has given you a vision, put it out. Because let me tell you, those videos that you put out, it's kind of like an investment. So be consistent, put them out because what happens with, you know, your content is when the, it might just take that one video to just, just hit and just to stick. And then you'll have this audience and they will go back and watch all of your other stuff. So keep putting your stuff out there and be consistent um, and be yourself because people can tell, you know, people can tell when you're authentically you and in a world where social media wants, you know, they're telling you, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, hate yourself. Oh, you need to dress like this or oh, you need to fit this aesthetic. It's just refreshing to see people who are themselves. So I would encourage everybody to just be yourself. 
That was so beautiful. And that was amazing advice. Thank you so much, Beverly. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you, my night justice. I really do appreciate you being here. God bless you. Can't wait to see what God has in store for you. Thank you. Thank you, girl. It was a pleasure. Oh my gosh, wasn't Beverly amazing? Okay, all of you need to make sure you go follow her. Go follow her. All of her information is down below. I need you to make sure that you are in her space and keep supporting her because she's awesome, okay? I'm going to also read out the question that one of our listeners asked and Beverly's answer, okay? So one of our listeners asked, how did you become comfortable with being a creative? Great question, I think. And Beverly answered, it was hard to break free from the cultural path my parents and Nigerian culture set out for me. But once I realized that God is a creative creator, it allowed me to be comfortable with the gift he has given me. So good. What a beautiful answer. Thank you so much for sharing that, Beverly. And thank you for that question. That question was from Ifem. Um, Ifa Wins, who I've had on the show before. She's amazing. You should also go follow her. So thank you for that question. I really, really appreciated that answer as well because, and I think that Beverly talked, like, hint, hit, hit on that in the episode as well. And I think it's, it's really something that we could all learn from. Like, I'm definitely, I definitely learned from her just hearing her say that and hearing her talk about that. Um, yeah being comfortable with the gift he's given us and and being able to really embrace it, right? Knowing that God is the creative creator. He is the one who's placed it in you, right? He is the one who's given you the gifts that you have as a creative. So whether you always feel comfortable with it or not, just like Beverly said, knowing that God is the one who put it in you is what's going to give you that ability to embrace that gift. So I hope that helps. I'm so grateful that you're here. Again, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Creatively by Estelle. I hope you feel encouraged by today's episode as you start this week. And if you have a moment, I would love for you to just share this episode with a friend if you liked it or with someone who you think this could be encouraging to. It would really help the show. Also, if you really loved this episode, if you wouldn't mind going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review and rating this show, it would really help us reach more people through this show and grow our creatively community. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.